This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and our guest today, actually, I'm surprised we hadn't met because uh, I've been pretty active here in the community for a uh, year and a half now since I started my journey, and I've seen her around. I, th- I believe I've seen a banner up at the high school, and most recently, I believe I saw her on the cover of one of the local community magazines. I said, you know what? I got to reach out, and I got to get our next guest on the show. And I'm sitting here with Hope Stoller with Charles Ruttenberg Realty. Hope, thanks for joining us today. Hi, good morning. Yeah, good morning. You, you may have also seen me at John the Baker. <laughs> yes, I am also, a, uh, I also frequent the establishment myself, so probably saw you there as well. So yeah, but I'm excited to get into this today. Thanks as always to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Hope, everybody knows what a realtor does, but tell us a little bit about Hope Stoller and a little bit about what you do with Charles Ruttenberg Realty. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm a licensed broker associate, which means I'm a real estate agent, but I'm also licensed to have my own real estate brokerage office. And I primarily work in Southwest Broward County, including Cooper City, of course, which is where I live. Um, I assist my clients who are buying and selling properties. And I work with first-time home buyers, investors, empty nesters looking to downsize and more. Um, I have four agents on my team that assist with showings and social media, open houses, marketing, and all that good stuff. Um, I'm also a certified luxury home marketing specialist, as well as a certified real estate negotiator. And, uh, you know, it's important to understand market trends as we've seen things drastically change since COVID. It's an understatement, I'd say. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) And also, it's important to keep up with the latest marketing tools and techniques. And the only thing that hasn't changed over the years is my service that I provide. But things do change. How did you get into the real estate game? Talk a little bit about your journey. Is this something you've been doing for your entire professional career? Or was there a backstory behind that led you to real estate? Let's get into that. Sure. Well, 30, I'm sorry, 23 years ago. Sorry, I'm not that old yet. 23 years ago, (laughs) I moved to Florida from New York and uh, began working in the family business of property management. And when I moved down, my dad said, get your real estate license. I said, okay, I'll get it. (laughs) So I was doing that along with property management. Um, That was in 2001. A year later, I took my broker course and opened up my own office. And then in 2021, I joined Charles Ruttenberg Realty. So 2001 is when you moved down? Yes. And I got my license. Okay. So I beat you you down here. I moved down to New York in 95. I'm sorry. I moved down from New York in 95. I'm from Rockland County. Whereabouts in New York are you from? Oh, I knew that. Long Island. Long Island. Okay, yeah. so I, I came down uh, in the midst of high school. Uh, my mom, my mom apparently got sick and tired of my antics up in, up in New York. <laughs> I was getting in a, a little bit of trouble up there in my youth, and I uh, came down here to sunny South Florida and haven't looked back since. So it's been, yeah, it's been quite, quite the journey, quite the ride. So started, came down here, got into real estate. You've been in real estate that, that whole time. Um, but I always ask realtors when I have them on the show, I like to ask this question. It's like tongue in cheek, right? Let's, let's get after crystal ball. It's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. As you alluded to post COVID, the market has 
I guess things seem to have calmed down lately. Interest rates are coming down. Prices are still inflated. Where do you see us headed in the next six months, 12 months, and the years to come? Where are we going? I mean, what's the state of the real estate market, so to say, down here in South Florida and I guess here in Cooper City for our residents? Well, inventory is still low. That's a huge issue we have. And also interest rates are still high. So people are still moving from other states to Florida. I have many clients coming from out of state looking to purchase. Um, I, I think until we increase the inventory, it's going to remain, the prices are going to remain high. I mean, it's just, it's a, a, a you know, supply and, demand. supply and demand. Yeah. I do see quite a few new developments popping up though, over in Davie, they're building a bunch of houses. I mean, it seems like yeah. builders are at it. So hopefully <laughs> they, they are, but that's, you know, those are much higher end homes. Um, I think it's a lot more difficult these days for regular folks, hardworking folks to purchase. And that's where I see a huge, you know, issue. When I take first time home buyers around, there's just so little inventory for them and it makes it a lot tougher. So they're developed, most of the development that's going on that we see, they're all higher end. There's not much, much more on the lower end. Yeah, there, there's not too much. There anything that they are building generally are rentals. We don't see a lot of, you know, uh, town home communities being built. There's one in Pembroke Pines, but those are still over six hundred thousand dollars for for a townhouse. So we're, we're we're not seeing new construction for you know the 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 medium price, if you will, uh, for people looking to purchase. I wonder why that is. I'm trying to piece it together in my head and think of a reason for that, but it's not coming to me because I uh, think because the land is so expensive and and. Yeah. Buildings, uh, materials, and labor has increased so much that it just it may not make sense economically for these builders to, uh, you know, build smaller homes. What are some common myths or misconceptions that people generally have surrounding the real estate industry? I mean, everybody has everybody has their opinion about realtors. Yeah, <laughs> they sure do. Um, I, I'd say. From sellers, I hear a lot of, you know, I don't need a realtor to sell my home. I can sell it on my own for sale by owner. But they need to understand that an experienced realtor has a lot of knowledge uh, when it comes to certain things like staging, pricing your home cor correctly, which is super important, uh, marketing, negotiations, contracts, addendums, just the entire transaction is so involved. People think we just come in and show a home and boom, we sell it. You know, there's a lot involved. We have to prepare the home for the sellers in order for them to receive, you know, receive the, the best price with the best terms. We want to bring in as many buyers as we can. And all of those things that I mentioned are essential for a, su a successful sale. So, you know, and not only that, the statistics show that working with a realtor will net you more proceeds than working without one. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And another thing that I think people sometimes tend to overlook most realtors work with a team of professionals and it's Correct. not just the real, right? They have a, they have a wonderful mortgage broker. They have a wonderful title company they work with. They have a wonderful interior decorator, like you name it, they have it. And that takes, takes a heavy load off a home buyer or somebody that's selling or, right. Uh, you know, especially if you're doing it your first time, because it could be difficult trying to go out there and navigate that. And, and when you get a really good realtor that has all those, has that team, if you will, in place, um, again, it just takes a heavy load off um, off the home buyer or seller. It does. And, you know, reducing 
your stress is huge during this process because, you know, you also have to deal with moving somewhere else. You know, you, you've got it from both sides. So it, it's certainly more beneficial, I think, to have a realtor, an experienced realtor. I like the idea of reducing stress in any area of my life that I'm not an expert in because we everybody has their own thing they deal with. Everybody has their job, their family. You know, why be burdened by the stress of having to deal with all this other stuff? You know, let a team of experienced professionals handle it for you. And one of the reasons why we do this show is to kind of you know, get business owners out there and get a look under the hood and you know, have people in the community get to know other members of our community that own businesses, build trust, build long-term relationships so that when you do go through a big, uh, big project, like selling your house, for instance, you know, you, you, you have a team in place that can help you through that process. So very good. Yeah, I agree. So you live in Cooper city. I do. I Whereabouts live in embassy. If you, you live in embassy. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Very Love cool. Love it there. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Maybe talk a little bit about your family. Well, I, I work a lot, <laughs> but when I do have free time, I, I try to spend time with my children. Um, but I have three teenage boys and. Oof, you got your hands full there. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's rough. <laughs> apparently hanging out with mom is not fun. So, <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I tell, I ask them always, you know, let's go to, you know, let's watch a movie, let's do this. And they say, Mom, we teenagers don't hang out with their mom. Why? I'm, I'm just as fun. <laughs> they don't think so. How, teenagers, how old? Uh, two 15 year old teenage boys and a 13 year old teenage boy. 15. So my daughter is 11 and she just started Pioneer, not quite a teenager, but she thinks she's a teenager. And <laughs> She generally doesn't like to hang out with me either. And however, I went to the annual father-daughter dance. Oh, that's nice. This past weekend. And I got to tell you, I, I had asked her if she wanted to go almost like sheepishly tongue in cheek. I thought the answer was going to be, of course, I don't want to go. But she's like, yeah, I'll go. And I had like one of the most lovely bonding nights with her. I will be going to that event every year from now on into the foreseeable future. It was just such a lovely experience. So, That's so nice. Hopefully it doesn't change when she gets a little bit older, but uh, you know. You have to hold on to those moments because, you know, once they, they get older, it seems like they just want to do their own thing. But from what I've told, they've co they come back. And I think I did the same when I was a teenager. I didn't want to be around my, my parents as much, but as an adult, you know, I call my mom every morning when I get up. And if I don't call her, by 12, I, I think she's going to put an APB out on it. So I've got I've to call her every single day. And then she needs an evening call as well. That's so funny. I had a conversation with my mother the other day. Like, obviously, my kid's 11 and 9. I have a 9-year-old son. And every day, you know, I'm 44 now. And I'm trying to impart wisdom on them. Like, things I've learned now, if I just knew that back when I was younger, how much easier life would have been. So I had these serious conversations with them. And it obviously goes in one ear out the other. And I was speaking to my mother the other day. And I said, I, I told her this and I said, look, I, I don't remember when I was my, when I was their age, I don't ever remember you sitting down with me and talking to me about all this life wisdom. She's like, I, I used to talk to you about that all the time. I was like, oh, OK. So in one ear, out the other. And I kind of got that. <clears throat> and so now I have a little bit of better understanding when I'm dealing with my kids about in terms of like perspective. Right. As far as what they're actually listening to. Um, but really, really fun stuff. That's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, but it's definitely different these days than when we were growing up. I mean, the amount of social media and they're always Same. on their phones. I just sent them a, um, it was like an article on, uh, you know, pe people being addicted to their phones. And I sent it to the three of them. I wanted them to read the article and they said, mommy, 
so are you. <laughs> Guilty I go, as charged, work. right? That's all work. <laughs> yeah, it really I mean, is mostly work, but you know they don't see that. They don't see that. They just see you on the device. They, yeah, they think right. that you know in, intuitively they're thinking. I mean, they might not know what hypocritical means, but they feel that <laughs> because they're we're telling them get off your phone. You're on there all day. You're on there all day as well. Yeah, yep, exactly. There's That's definitely. Funny. Uh, my, my son got a VR headset thing and he used to, he was going outside playing all the time. He never was really into oh. video games. And so my brother-in-law bought it for his birthday. I figured he'd, you know, he'd play it once in a while. And now his, all his friends that used to go out and play in the neighborhood, they also have the headsets. Oh, that's so they're, the they're, Oculus? Yeah. So they're in like, it's the coolest thing ever, but it's super addictive. And they're in like playing Gorilla Tag all day. And it's just like, I have to, I have, to have his friends come upstairs and drag him outside to go play soccer now. So... Yeah, so so many distractions out there, so much noise. There certainly is. I, I I understand. I think now as an adult, our distraction, at least for me, is Netflix. <laughs> Netflix and like, chill. <laughs> that that's one of my other favorite things oh. to do. Oh yeah, watch you, Netflix. You, you'd get along night. real well with my wife. She's she's <laughs> she, I think she's watched every show on Netflix by yeah. by now. People go, <laughs> I don't want to go, go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. It's funny because I work about 70, 80 hours a week, and that's it. That's it. Well, that's it. And when I tell my friends, oh, you know, I've just watched this or I've just watched that, they go, how do you how do you have this when, when you work so much? I go, I find the time <laughs> every night for an hour before I go to bed. Every morning when I'm working out, I work out in my garage. I have a whole gym set up. I get a good 45 minutes in and there. I just I love it. It is addicting. Nice. That's our addiction <laughs> as adults. We just don't you're, realize it. You're entitled if you're working 70 hours a week. You could take that. You're entitled for sure. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what would be the one thing you'd want to leave leave our listeners with? Let us let them know what they what you'd like for them to know about your business before we wrap up. Um, I mean, I like to say that you know my clients, and you could read a lot of my reviews online. Um, they always receive full service from me. I make myself available all the time. Questions, concerns, and I'm very you know good at communicating. So. I work with a lot of clients at once, but they're always abreast of everything that's happening. Um, and I want to keep them aware of every step because they don't really all know everything that goes on behind the scenes. And I want them to understand what exactly is happening with their transaction. And they appreciate that. Another thing is I, I always give my honest opinion. I don't know if it's welcome, but I, but I always give it. <laughs> Honesty is always welcome around these. Yeah, I, I always tell them, but I, I truly do work with, you know, integrity and what you see is what you get. And I'm always going to do the best job I can. And as long as I'm selling real estate, that will be first and foremost is integrity. How can we learn more? Maybe share your website, contact information, let our sure. listeners know how we can reach you. <clears throat> you can Google me, uh, Hope Stoller, H-O-P-E-S-T-O-L-L-E-R. I'm a realtor with Charles Ruttenberg Realty. For you Cooper City listeners, you can drive along Sterling Road and snapshot my banner. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for all the old schoolers, um, you know, I, I think Google is just fine. Um, you can, and my website is pretty long, so I think we just want to Google me. My phone number's there, my website. My email is HopeSells. 28 at gmail.com, but probably best to call me. I don't know if I could just blurt out my phone number, <laughs> but you can just Google me. All right. We will, of course, link in the description to all of your contact information. Hope, 
Thanks for joining us today. It was Thank a pleasure. You. It was you a pleasure too. having the opportunity to finally meet you and learn a little bit about what you do in our community. It's, it's always good when I can have an actual, there's so many business owners in Cooper City and just people don't realize that a lot of the businesses that are in and around the area are, are owned by our neighbors. And it's so nice to get a chance to meet everybody in town and kind of help spread the good word. So truly, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's our Bye, pleasure. everybody. Yeah, everyone take care. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you next time. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.